0: Welcome to the Den. to listen to a song that has the person Juice World in it. And I'm very confused that Eminem would make a song that features a person called... World's not even spelled correctly. Huh?
1: World's not even spelled correctly. Yeah, Juice
0: World without the O. All right. We're going to take full advantage of the fact that we are a tiny podcast and nobody listens to it by playing artist music because nobody will find this. Nobody will flag us. We don't have to give a fuck. So, we are about to play Eminem Godzilla lyrics featuring Juice World.
1: Boom. Just go, go to the end. That's all I'm worried about you listening to is the end.
0: And come on. Uh oh. Hey, will you do me a favor? Hmm. Will you go out into the living room and grab my phone, which is my hotspot for my computer? (laughs) You know what? I'm not even going to bother editing all this shit out. This is what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when you run a podcast and you work 12 hours a day and you try to do stand-up at night and you try to work out in the morning. You wake up at 4.45, you go to bed at 12.30, and life... Is just not great. I used it oh listen to that. Listen to that. Thirty seconds of an ad. So we're gonna keep talking. We're gonna keep talking and filling up space. Oh listen to that. Your There's credit a- cards rewards program, guys. You uh, could have a credit sh- cards rewards program. You could have it if you there. wanted to.
1: Yeah, it's literally just the end of it. We're just
0: gonna we're just gonna play ads for like legitimate companies and pretend that they're our
1: sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait until we get sued.
0: I can't wait, dude. We'll never get sued because we'll never be <laughs> famous. That's the, the that's the thing. Like we were started. Like I played that one clip of that um, that inspirational music that I used that one time. That was definitely copyrighted, and you had to pay for it. Never. The episode it hasn't been pulled. Like... Well, Nothing I mean, has happened we were, Because nobody fucking
1: listens Yeah, YouTube is like, I am not <laughs> listening to this entire episode 50
0: subscribers, I don't give a fuck Alright, so We're about yeah. to play Eminem oh, Wait, this says Lock It Up This is not the same song No, what'd you do? Godzilla Alright, we're about to play yeah. Eminem mm. Godzilla Featuring
1: Juice Who is no longer with us And apparently it was a big deal he died. I didn't even know anybody died, dude. I didn't. I don't know. God, dude. I didn't fucking. But like <sighs> I said, when when you when it starts playing, literally just yeah. play uh like towards the end of the song, I'll tell you when. I'm just gonna play the whole fucking thing. You're a
2: monster. I can swallow a bottle of alcohol in a feel like Godzilla. Better hit the deck like the cardzilla. My whole squad's in here walking around the party across between a zombie, a park, and a Simba Barbita. Ranking in, which is probably the same reason I wrestle with mania, shade, ease, and many a shade. I didn't expect this beat. be they sleep in an army. ADHD hydroxy cut. That's the capacity. Hey. Hey. In AA, when an AK may lay and said Senate, they can play.
0: We do not own the rights to this music. All music is owned by Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> this is Juice World. He uses a lot of auto tune. Okay. Uh. Uh.
2: Uh. Uh. I'm the oh, like the tele-
0: goddamn locked like ass monster. B- lock
1: monster. I ain't giving you a damn 350. Leave my family alone. So, a little reason why I want you to listen to this song.
0: <laughs> yes, please, uh,
1: please tell me why. Uh, he broke a record tell with this song. me why. What was the record? Uh, the most amount of words in a certain amount of time. And it's like 250 words with But he
0: always raps fast. This doesn't seem any faster he, than... No, you wait till the end. That's why I wanted you to ch- oh, jump to the end. Oh, okay. So we're going to keep listening, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently this dick-riding Stan, known as Derek, um, has picked up on the fact that he broke a record. So we're going to keep listening, thanks to our new technology. And we're not going to get pulled off YouTube because nobody gives a shit. This is a YouTube... Kid. Clip that we're fucking playing right now. Yeah. Nobody fucking listens. Nobody cares. We are such a shitty, crappy, small podcast that nobody even fucking listens at
3: all. At all. At all.
0: And here we go.
3: I'm a monster. Hey. You get in my way, I'ma feed you to the monster. monster. I'm normal during the day, but at night turn to a monster. monster. When the moon shines like ice road truckers, I look like a villain that ain't.
0: You'll never get this You'll never get this. Sorry, I just had to say that. Anyway, continue.
2: The liars' pants I'm on fire, and I got no plans to retire. And I'm still the man you admire. These chicks are spazzing out. I only get more handsome and flyer. I got them passing out like what you do when you handsome on flyers. And what goes around comes around just like the plates on the chainsaw. Cause I caught the flag, but my dollar stacked right off the bat like a baseball. Like kidding, bitch. I got them rocks with so much ease that they call. Cause I make bands at night, call getting cheese a cakewalk. Yeah. Bitch, I'm a player. I'm too motherfuckers stingy for share. Won't even lend you an ear, ain't even pretending to care.
0: But t- I'm too
1: stingy for share. What
0: the fuck does that mean?
1: It's a double entendre. It means I'm too stingy to share, and then he says I'm too stingy, and then he says Share's name. Yeah, I mean, I would.
0: Is he saying that if you're not stingy, you would fuck Share? I get the share as in s h a r e right, but I don't get the share as in do you
3: believe
0: i used to think dude i I have a small confession to make actually um this is incredibly embarrassing. This is maybe more embarrassing than anything I've ever talked about, but when I was a kid, like, let's see, this was when my parents were back together and still lived in the same house. So this is like six, seven at the latest. I used to be a big fan of Cher Mm -hmm. because I thought he had a cool voice. (laughs) Like David Bowie. Dude, I legitimately, like, I remember being, I remember riding in my mom's Jeep Grand Cherokee and thinking, and talking to her. I was like, I think he's, I think that's kind of cool. I think he's got a cool voice. Mm -hmm. She's like, Cher's a woman. I'm like, what? Well, then she sucks. Well, then... Why is she singing? Why is she not pregnant in the kitchen cooking for her man, oh, who is the singer? Like, what is. Is, what is she doing out yeah. here making music? Dude, she has awful, awful plastic surgery. Like, just one of the worst. Like, she was attractive, kinda, to some people in the 70s. And for the last 20 years, she has been desperately trying to stay hot. And it's just, like, you gotta give up. You gotta tap out. You cannot be hot in your 60s. You cannot be hot in your 70s. You cannot be hot in your 80s. You gotta tap out. You just gotta give up. Anyway, Mm -hmm. forget that sidebar. Let's get back into Eminem, Godzilla, featuring Juice (laughs) WRLD.
1: Every time you hold it too long. Okay. You can stop now. And everyone turned off the podcast.
0: You should be impressed that I held it for that long. Let's go.
1: No one.
2: Bitch, I'm Mary of Sheberia, face of my genital area, the original Richard Ramirez, Christian Rivera, Cause my lyrics never sit well, so they want to give me the chance like a paraplegic, and it's scary Call it Harry Carry, because every time I'm digging Harry Carry and Mary, a motherfucking dictionary, I'm swearing up and down, they can spit this shit hilarious. It's time to put these bitches in the obituary column, we wouldn't see. I eye eye would a staring problem, get the shaft like a staring column. you a happy packy, but it's black ink, evil half of the bad beats, evil that means, take a back seat, take it back to fat beats, with a maxi single look at my rap sheet, what attracts these people is my gangster, bitch, like a patchy, with a catchy, jiggle, I stack chips, you better got a half feet.
1: Ready. Here you go. Filling
2: with the venom and eliminate him. Other words I'm in him, I don't wanna hurt him but I did him in a fit of vintage I'm murdering again. Nobody will have him, I'm gonna kill them. with the fucking bodies in inner like obliterating. Everything is iterator. Renegade 'M'inna' make anybody who want it with a pen and frame. don't nobody want it, but they're gonna get it anyway. I'm beginning to feel like I'm mentally ill. i a tele- killer, be kill a killer, be the vanilla gorilla. You're bringing a killer within me out of me. You don't wanna be the enemy of the demon who me, i be a receiving enemy. what stupidity it'd be every bit of me is the epitome. of a spit when I'm in the vicinity, motherfucker, you better duck and you finna be dead. The minute you're an enemy. hundred percent of you is a fifth of a percent of me. I'm motherfucking finished. you bitch, I'm available. You wanna battle, I'm available. I'm I'm I got a money and I'm Man, stop! Look, look at him playing him.
1: He did, he did the uh Cristalina thing again.
3: Look at the playing him.
1: And
0: the napkins, too many napkins. Yeah. New
1: but as, bananigans. as far as this album is, I um I feel like he Eminem decided uh I wasn't I'm not going to make a like a, a number one. Uh, Single, you know what I mean, like something that's going to hit the charts or something. Right. He said, "I'm going to flex all of my skills as an MC." Mm-hmm. And I've always liked his catchier music, you know, the stuff that you hear on the on the radio and stuff like that. And I, you know, I I like the other stuff too, but. This album is definitely like, look, look at my skills, look how fast I can rap, look at the different flows and beats and and everything, and I didn't feel this one nearly as much as his last, like, seven.
0: Hold on. Everybody, stop what the fuck you're doing. Everybody, listen. Derek Stock, the number one stan. In the history of the world, has said that he is not a huge fan of Eminem's latest album. This is a fucking. A breaking news exclusive. My world, my entire world is.
1: Oh my God. That was shattered. So right ridiculously now. loud.
0: Fucking shattered right now. I cannot believe, you know what, but Eminem makes,
1: he makes fucking money, dude. He makes bags. He makes fucking well, bags. Well, there's some, I don't know, there's some grading scale, I guess. I don't know how they grade it, but um, you know what
0: Eminem needs? He needs more, more snare in his headphones.
1: Jesus Christ, man. That thing is just ridiculous.
0: Dude, it's, it's the fucking pinnacle of technology right now. I don't understand why you're Um, bitching at it.
1: He, uh, the, the graded on some, some type of way and the highest albums that have ever been graded on this, whatever scale is 9.0 and his, uh, CD graded as a 9.1 is the highest graded. And I, I don't know what grading scale it is. I don't know who does it or whatever, but, so basically, what you're saying is that the people that know
0: what the fuck they're talked about graded it right. high, yes. and you graded it low because you're because it's not as catchy. Oh, you know it's what I mean? It's, a,
1: it's not one of those. It's not. He doesn't have a, a not afraid song. You know what I mean? He doesn't have something that's like you can listen to on the radio, where it's it's all like I'm an MC here. Show like this is what I'm doing now. It's the reason I don't listen to other rappers because that they get into. I'm a rapper. As opposed to, so what um, you're hip-hop. saying
0: is your favorite door song goes like this.
3: When I walked to the night, it was plain to see.
1: Well, that's that's a fun song, but yeah, it's that's I like that song, but that's more fun than anything. His right. fun songs are a lot of fun. I, like I no fact longer trust your, like your judgment
0: on music. Like I trusted it before now, and this conversation has established the fact that I no longer
1: trust it. I, I I like it, but I know I know it's not him using his skills in that song mm. that you're we made you.
0: Okay, but the song that we just listened to, that you said was on the album that was not your favorite, mm-hmm. was him using his skills. Just, you just said he set a just record, destroying. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying you like that song, but the rest of the album is dog shit. I like
1: I like listening to him rap fast. And there's a like if I was able to, if I sat there and listened because I always listen to his lyrics as opposed to like. Just listening to the song, mm-hmm. I'm from what I'm to understand. His double entendres, his insults, his everything is just fucking magnificent on this album. I just and need to get Yet you're through. shitting all over it. Why is that? One, it's uh, one listen. That's all. I've only listened to it once. I haven't. Went in depth and listened and tried to pick apart so the lyrics. So basically, what you're stuff. saying
0: is you halfway paid attention, and because of that, you're saying this is the worst thing that's ever happened to music. You heard it here first, folks. Derek Stock says Eminem is the single worst artist in the history of music.
1: His, uh, his album actually is called uh, Music to Be Murdered by. Right. And it is inspired by uh, Alfred Hitchcock. I don't know if you know anything about that.
0: No, I know about um, Smallcock but that's just because of my medical condition.
3: Oh, Alfred Hitchcock,
0: him. is he a comedian? I don't know. I think I don't so. Know is. Yeah. I never heard of Alfred Hitchcock, but it definitely sounds like a comedian's
1: name. Um this this album actually he uh, he had to put out. Yeah, I don't know if he has Did you to, ever
0: he, actually Oh, excited! Did you ever see the movie The Birds? Yeah. It's it's crazy hell at the time. That was one of the scariest movies that had ever been made. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, "Oh my god, it looks so real," and it's just clearly fucking papier-mâché birds on a fucking string slapping against a phone booth.
1: <laughs> well, I think I think the thing that's most important for like a horror film is is not the fact that they can make you jump because they play the music and then they have a fucking cat jump out at you real quick and that makes you jump. I think the most important thing is the fact that the situation that they're presenting is scary. You know what I mean? So, if you take away...
0: I don't even know if it's that, because... Dude,
1: birds will fuck us up. How many there are?
0: I'm just saying, like, so many situations can be scary if it's in real life. It's being able to put you, make you feel that. Right, exactly. And it's so hard to do now as a filmmaker, because... We have been oversaturated sure. with the horror genre. Yeah, I mean, we just like basically like we've been a whore on her knees taking taking bukaki right. of the horror genre mm-hmm. for fucking decades and decades because they've been trying to capitalize on it. So jump scares, yeah, you see sucks. them coming. You see them coming. Well, they got the, the unlike music a got and... unlike a premature ejaculator. You see them coming. You know it's about to happen. Right. Premature ge- Ejaculators, like, they they would probably make great horror film directors because they're just like, Jump scared now! Fuck! Uh, right at the beginning! Oh, uh, fuck! Oh, uh, fuck! <laughs> but then the rest of it, the, they would make great horror movies at the beginning, but then the rest of it would just be like, I mean, yeah, just like... <sighs> Whatever, yeah, have them fucking look around the mansion. Nothing has to happen. Fuck, why are you bothering me? Fuck. The rest of it's like, just don't touch me. Just let it, give <sighs> me just an hour. Just don't fucking make them jump. And then, like, right at the end, they kind of want to, but
1: then they decide not to scare anybody. Because mm-hmm. they just, like, ah, whatever. Well, we were talking, uh, Me, we being uh, my brother and I, we were talking about a movie that just came out uh, under, Underwater. What the fuck is that? I think it's called Underwater. It's uh it's a new um Kristen Stewart movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can we um, stop pretending that she's a good actress? Oh, is I, it is can we
0: please officially decide that she sucks as an actress?
1: Yes, it's underwater. And um as the as the <sighs> title kind of suggests, what they do is they're like they drilled Deeper than anyone that's ever drilled in the you know down in this ocean. Yes, and then something unexpected mm-hmm. happens. Something br- breaks, right?
0: Uh, and then Kristen Stewart makes blank faces, and we're supposed to pretend like it's she's reacting to something.
1: Okay, let's get away from Kristen Stewart. Let's talk about the movie. She's I, I haven't the seen star it, of the movie, but um, we can't they, talk about the movie without talking about her. They have to put on like they woke something up because they were at the bottom and they they were drilling too far. And the fact that they are down at the bottom of the ocean. This is Pacific Rim without the excitement. Uh, Got it. Haven't seen Pacific Rim. Not interested. You're describing exactly what happened,
0: except there's giant robots fighting giant monsters. So it's actually semi interesting.
1: That sounds awful. You know what? As
0: opposed to a movie starring Kristen Stewart. Hold on. The number one blank faced, emotionless. See, you're, you're
1: you're completely taking this, and you're pulling. She was it in a better a actress different... when
0: she was twelve in Panic Room. I don't understand Panic how Room you can be. Bad. I don't understand how you can be good when you're twelve, and then shit when you're an adult. Adventureland is all right. Kristen Stewart, fucking sucks. Okay. Do you know why that was all right? Because she didn't have to act. Mm-hmm. She was playing a filthy whore that was cheating on someone, which is who she is in real life. Okay. So she didn't have to act. She was just behaved as normal. If she has to act, she can't handle it. Fuck Kristen's blank face, Stuart. Fuck her and her stupid face. Anyway, continue with whatever you were going to say positive about the movie that stars the worst actress in the history of film.
1: Go on. Nope, not saying anything positive. Haven't seen it. You you then you why took are it, you defending you her? Took it, I did I haven't defended her. This is my this is my point. This situation flick you in the dick. All
0: right. that 20, they put you in. Twenty one minutes in. Just know that at you, some point during the, the podcast I am going to time. flick him in the dick and he's going to scream in pain. Just yeah. listen. Listen to the whole podcast because it's gonna happen.
1: You have interrupted me the entire time. Listen. The situation that they put you in is the scary situation. It's not. It's a horror film. I, I at it's least a, a thr- horror film. At least a thriller. If it's a
0: film about horrors, I'm in. If it's a film starring Kristen Stewart, I'm out.
1: Okay. You good? You got it all out? You
0: no? There will be more it it later. There will be more jokes about Kristen Stewart later. I hate her. She's a blank face slut. Okay stop yeah, cheating I, I'm on, and act I better don't fuck give a you shit
1: anymore I, th- I, okay underworld's out guys <laughs> <laughs> you have interrupted and ruined this so bad that i'm just okay it's done it's over no go ahead Next I, pro- th- I promise i won't interrupt Next topic.
0: Anymore. i promise i won't interrupt anymore go on go
1: on it's okay nope this is a safe space i'm over this is i'm over a safe space. it i don't even care about the movie i haven't even seen it this is a safe space i promise <clears throat> go ahead
0: talk about it but uh I'll tell you what i'll mute i'll mute my mic what, and
1: uh what is uh it's just the uh, for horror films it needs to be a situation that i'm scared i'm scared of or would make me feel anxious being in the bottom of the ocean pitch black and you don't know what the fuck is out there when you're walking around that's scary to me um nightmare on elm street where he's in your dreams that terrifies me. You know what I mean? Like, the the concepts need to be good. Saul was good. Dude,
0: Freddy Krueger was... Right? ...an absolute game-changing yes. villain. Did you know that Robert England, Like, they wanted an old, creepy guy? And that Robert England crushed the audition so hard that they said, well, we originally pictured an old guy, but since he did so well in the audition, uh, we need to take make him them. and so like the idea of making him all burned up mm-hmm. came from the fact that he was so young and crusty audition we said we want him but uh we're gonna make him all burn since since he's not old and he's clearly not old we'll yeah. just make him all burned he's up. still
1: ugly as shit he's so the, still been, the
0: look of freddy krueger comes from the fact that robert england crushed the audition mm-hmm. and they really wanted him Wes Craven made his fucking bread and butter off that fucking movie. It is such... The original Nightmare on Elm Street with the budget that they had and for the time that it came out was one of the greatest horror films ever made. You have to ignore the fact that the fucking 14 sequels that came after it were dog shit. Every
1: time. They always make it. They overdo it. They find one horror film. I'd say
0: the. Dude, there's a. I remember. So, my parents, you know, split. And there was a period of time. It was a very short period of time before my dad met his next significant other. But there was a period of time where it was just me and my dad hanging out in the house. And I remember. Watching uh, the second Nightmare on Elm Street movie where um, this kid was basically being possessed by Freddy Krueger. And Freddy Krueger was trying to come into the real world through his body. Mm-hmm. And the scene where Freddy Krueger pops out through his stomach. So Freddy Krueger's face is like stretching his stomach and his uh, knife hand is coming out through his forearm so that he can come into the real world, like, exit through the dream world into the real world. And I was watching that scene, and I remember specifically what I was eating. I was eating Mm-mm. a kid cuisine, you know, with the penguin on it. Remember ki- kid cuisines, yeah. the microwave food? Right. I was eating a kid cuisine with the mini tacos. I was eating the mini tacos. It
1: sounds like your dad was a single dad feeding you. Yeah. Okay.
0: He used to... uh, Hold on a second. Yeah. And I remember eating that and seeing him pop out through his stomach and his knife hand carve out through his forearm and being like, I don't want to eat anymore. So it wasn't... No, thank you. I was seven at this time, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe eight. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, I was definitely seven. Um. So I was seven at the time <laughs> watching Freddy Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and watching Freddy Krueger carve his way out through a human being and just like his face popping out through his stomach while he was eating Kid Cuisine mini tacos with a penguin on it. And like I got a little sick there, but I did not stop watching the movie. I would say, I said to myself, Ooh, if I keep eating, I'll probably throw up. So I'll stop eating and continue watching this horror film. Mm-hmm. And in that horror film, there was a scene where like, he's going to like try and stop Freddie and they're, and uh, like basically like Freddie is possessing this kid. And so like, they have to be careful. This is what I remember as I'm seven. I haven't really rewatched the film since I was seven. So I hope this is accurate, but the kid, um, Freddy is possessing the kid, so he's holed up in, like, a warehouse boiler room, because that's his famous location, because I think it's eventually... He was, like, a janitor or something, that's where he got burned alive, and that's Mm -hmm. why he's got all the burn marks and the dreams. Um, So that's where he's comfortable. So he's holed up there, possessing the kid, kind of, and... People are coming to you know take him down now that he's in the real world he can be defeated right. or whatever even though that's how he should have been defeated in the first movie and there are Rottweilers with baby faces as in human infant babies mm-hmm. and I remember like that scene sticks out like more than any of the death and any of the gore. It was them approaching, and the Rottweilers have, like, baby faces on it. And they basically, I think what they did is they just (laughs) cut up a Cabbage Patch doll and, like, glued it to a Rottweiler's face. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dude, it was the fucking 80s. You don't have the technology to make that shit good. (laughs) Oh, man. Nobody expected a fucking, including me, including me, nobody expected a 20-minute dialogue on fucking Nightmare on Elm Street yeah you really but that in. was that was one of the best fucking movies that's ever been made and I don't give a shit the concept is good I mean dude it's like all chasing it. you in your fucking dreams if mm-hmm. you've ever were, ever fucking watched uh, Rick and Morty fucking I'm gonna kill you bitch that's fucking Freddy Krueger because he ended up becoming a parody of himself because the fucking movies later became such a fucking joke
1: yeah, he got more perverted as it went on, too.
0: It was just, he became more of a joke. He became more comical. Like, yeah. there was one movie, I think it was the fourth movie, where he was um, a video game character stomping on people. Like, and that's how, like, it was just so bad. So there were the the Dream Warriors was one of the movies. and I can't mm-hmm. remember if that's the second or third movie. I think it was the third movie, and then the fourth movie is him like destroying them so this uh one of the movies is like the dream warriors coming back and like you know they're saying like ah like we're specifically you know empowered to do this and that against you and then the movie after that is him just wrecking all of their shit at the beginning and there's a movie where like The one crazy girl who's in an insane asylum is like being like walked off the ledge, and he is a puppeteer, like, and he has her tendons coming out of her, and he's like using it like a puppeteer uses a puppet. It's just absolutely fucking bananas. Right. It's just, it's really sad when somebody has an incredible idea that's a great movie. And then they just exploit it for sequel after sequel. Like, just let a good movie sit alone. Just let a good movie sit alone. Yeah,
1: I've noticed that, like, it doesn't matter how good the concept is, the first one, they will, like, there's guaranteed going to be a follow up or multiple.
0: Like, can you pretty, pretty please just let a good movie sit alone? And, like, Nightmare on Elm Street should have been a standalone movie.
1: Like, I almost wish that um game of thrones they would have had so many like uh contract disputes and like people saying fuck this i'm not doing it like that it just, like, so just that it ended, at ended, ended, ended at season, season, in, season six and season it is season six by far the best
0: dude um the red wedding was mm. in fucking sane yeah in fucking sane. and if you haven't seen game of thrones yeah, by, by now, now you should fucking kill yourself right like at this point, you have to be protesting anything good.
1: My, um...
0: I, I have never owned Netflix. I have never had an HBO account. I have never had cable. I have seen all of these shows. There are ways. Get around it. Figure your shit out. Be grown adults that steal shit from other grown
1: adults. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah. Uh, season season si- season six, episode 10, very last episode. When she blows down the sept. Oh, yeah. I mean, that starts the episode. Uh,
0: Like, that's how you recognize how great of writing and how great a person is at acting out the character is when you have legitimate visceral hate for someone. Yeah. Cersei was the most hated human being. Like, the Night King, nobody really hated the Night King. But Cersei, people fucking hated her to the point where, like, Lena Headey would, the actress that plays Cersei, if you mm. don't fucking know, grow up, um, received, like, death threats and, like, legitimate hatred, which is gonna be... Like, that makes me love that actress. But, like, you played that character so fucking well.
1: Yeah, but let's talk we about the people all that sent it.
0: fucking hate her. Like... When I see that face on TV, my first actor says Cersei, you fucking bitch. And then I'm like, okay,
1: calm down. Okay, she's playing a different role. Well I thought the same thing. Game of Thrones was still going on when um fighting with my family. It's uh that WWE Oh um, yeah. She the was fucking the mom. British people. Yeah. Yeah, she was the mom, so she had like weird hair. I didn't see Almost the movie. like a mullet. And then she had the tattoos all over her and yeah. she was she like Overly British up her accent.
0: She's so fucking attractive. Lena Headey is not that. Not in that one. one she isn't. They make her look she, like even, a real white even, trash. Even with a mullet, Lena Headey is next level gorgeous. But I, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I, but that I wasn't her body
1: when she did the walk of shame.
0: Remember when we did the throw it all away episode? Yeah. The women you would throw it all away yeah. for. I feel like we should update that. It's,
1: I don't think I have an update.
0: You don't have an update?
1: I don't think so. I don't think there's anyone new.
0: I feel like uh, what was my last time? It was Olivia Munn, I think, was probably mm-hmm. my number one. But man, yeah. Now that you mentioned it, I also don't have an update.
2: Hold on, you there's there's anyone... gotta
0: be there's gotta be somebody in the format. Oh, yes, I do, because I feel like I completely disrespected her because she should be the number one on every everyone's list. Anna De Armas. Mm. Okay, so she's going to be the new Bond girl. Um, She was the wife in, um, shit, War Dogs? Miles Teller's wife? Yes. And um, she was in Blade Runner 2049. She played the character of uh, Ryan Gosling's, like, AI girlfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. She is like absolute perfection, absolute perfection. Like, I can't. She's the type of beautiful that if she said hi to you, you would be like, "I'd leave my wife for you." I would. That's the first thing you say. That's the first thing. Like she said hi, and be like, "I'd leave my wife for you." She'd like, "I would like to drink." Wait, what? Like, you're the bartender, and you forget that you're the bartender, and she'd be like, Hi, I'd leave my wife for you. I'd like a drink. Wait, what? She
3: and like,
0: I would normal. Um, I, I will a normal. absolutely get you a drink, but I just want you to know, before I pour you that drink, I would leave my wife for you. I would kill my mother, I would kill my father, and I would have sex with you on top of their corpses. That's how beautiful you are. Ana de Armas is
3: next-level
0: fucking gorgeous, incredible. Like, it's not... It's not even rational. It's she doesn't exist on the same plane as human beings. She is she's a different creature. I don't understand what it is. I don't understand what she is. I don't understand what anything is. My life is different after looking at her fucking face.
1: All right, man. You all right. No. You doing good? No.
0: Dude, we got shit-faced in between this line. So we recorded both these podcasts in the same day, the podcast before this and this one. And we managed to get shit-faced in an hour. And by we, I mean I. <laughs>
1: yeah, I got to drive home. I only had a couple drinks.
0: Yeah, I got shit-faced before this podcast, which means I'm just fucking spitting the first thing that comes into my head without editing.
1: Um. So uh, it was last weekend that I went to see Louie. Louis
0: C.K., yeah. the motherfucking number one comedian.
1: He had two openers. He had an MC. He the MC came out and did like five, ten minutes. Okay. And then he had two openers that he puts on his own bill. Mm-hmm. Um one was a one was a female. Mm-hmm. And uh
0: <laughs> Which means she is anti woman she... and she's just trying to capitalize oh, wow. off
1: his name. What a fucking she 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 mentioned it at least twice. Uh there was one where it was like uh she's like I'm 51 yeah this is, she's like I'm 51 years old and I've received a dick pic. And she goes I don't know if it's because this guy she's like we haven't even went on a date yet and he sent me a dick pic. So I don't know if it's because he thinks I'm a comedian so he needs to be edgy or he knows that I'm touring with Louis, I don't know. Why <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, I love that. I love that she's addressing that fact, I fucking love that. Um, but it, it was funny because she came out the first like the guy before her, uh, that is his opener as well. Uh, he did well, Kevin Brennan.
0: Kevin Brennan, yeah, that's Neil Brennan's brother, the co creator of Chappelle Show.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he opened, he did it well. Um, Kevin
0: Brennan's funny as shit. Yeah, of and course. then
1: and then she went on after him. She's got uh, she's I think it's like Liz something, but she has a Netflix special apparently. Uh, so I'd have to look it up. But um, but yeah, she came out and the first thing she did was like mention her like her wardrobe, and how she's like I'm learning from all my girlfriends that you need to wear this and this. You know, it's kind of like a I'm getting an old I'm I'm becoming an old lady joke. You know what I mean? So I got to wear certain things to cover up. And uh, the funny thing was, is like she acknowledged it because the room was like, because you could hear a few laughs in there. And she's like, I know. I know. I lost all the guys. (laughs) (laughs) She was very. uh, That sounds right. Yes. Liz Salinas. Yeah, that sounds right. Is
0: she is she Hispanic?
1: I don't I don't think so.
0: Liz Anderson, director, global creative marketing, Netflix, the blacklist, Netflix. We'll just look at images. I don't know.
1: But she did all right. Um, she she had a really good one about um, a rapist. Wow. Okay. She, she she had a really good one. How she's like, look, she she was pretty much saying that she was lonely and that she would attack him. And he that would, she would attack
0: the rapist? Yeah,
1: yeah, like she, you know, he'd come in thinking he was gonna rape her, and she'd end up getting him a nice big bear, bear, bear hug and whispering sweets, sweet things into <laughs> his ear. Like it was very good. Um, but yeah, Louis came out, um, and you could tell that he was very, he was very happy just to be able to do what he's doing. You know what I mean, dude? He was I, very I remember when the like the leaked special came out. I I was
0: like, or not the leaked special, the leaked set. Yes, came out, and he was he was trying risky jokes. He was fucking swinging for the fences, and I thought it was hilarious. And then people came out and started talking shit about it, and then other people came out and defended it as like, hey, it's new material. You haven't heard the polished <laughs> stuff yet. His new shit was great. Well, that sounded to me like a fucking Netflix hbo showtime fucking comedy central fucking special that was fully polished i thought it was incredible that, maybe that's me the that uneducated le- fucking wannabe bullshit comedian but
1: goddamn, that shit
0: sounded so fucking funny
1: that leaked um that leaked set uh People like people tried to go. Yeah, you could hear everyone that you know that they they feel uneasy with what he was saying. No one. Everyone was laughing. Everyone was laughing. Their everyone
0: ass off. was fucking laughing. Uh,
1: but I, I that set he's not even doing. Um, at he's, least, a, he's at turned least around he a completely new set. Yeah. I, Jesus I, I, Christ. I don't. That's incredible. I, heard, I don't believe I heard anything that was on that leak set. He definitely That's didn't talk ridiculous. about uh, what the 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 shooting victims. Oh, the Parkland... Yeah, he didn't talk about that and stuff like that.
0: Which was a great fucking bit. I mean, it's risky as shit. It's him. Is really what it is. Um, It's, It's risky as shit to say, like, because the Parkland kids were, like, so in the fucking forefront. But it's so risky and so funny to fucking try and attack them at all. It was like, oh... You've been through something, so now we have to listen to you? It's such an interesting perspective to take. It's such an interesting stance. And potentially funny, and potentially dangerous stance to take. I love the fact that even after he's been through some of the worst shit ever, and he's arguably one of the most hated people ever, that he's still taking swings like that. So... You can say what you want about Louis C.K., but that son of a bitch. Look at yourself. Honestly, take an introspective look at yourself and your sexual history and ask yourself, how many times have I had a sexual encounter with someone where I stopped and asked permission? How many times have I said, hey, is it cool if I do this? Hey, do you mind if I do that? Or did you just read the situation and do what you thought was appropriate? Louis C.K., what he has been destroyed for, lost millions and millions and millions of dollars for, was him saying, Hey, I want to jerk off in front of you. Is it okay if I jerk off in front of you? Yes, you consent? Okay, I'm going to jerk off in front of you. He asked permission, got permission, and then did what he asked permission for. I have never, ever in my fucking life, ever said, is it okay if I penetrate your vagina with my penis? I have never asked, hey, I would like to slowly thrust forward with my penile organ into your vaginal crest is this acceptable to you do you accept me into you none of us have ever fucking done that we don't do that it's insane to even phrase it that way so as creepy as what louis did it it is creepy jerking off in front of people is fucking creepy but fucking, but if you ask permission and get permission, you should be safer than any other fucking human being, Derek, have you ever fucking asked permission ever
1: uh, not for sex, I think that's pretty like. Every time I've ever had sex, it's pretty obvious that we're both yeah. into it. But um, you read the
0: signals. If you straight up ask,
1: it is a fucking mood
0: killer. Yeah, really. I've kissed because I've asked you're for in kiss. the you're in the heat of the moment. You're in the middle of it, and if you straight up ask, then they take a second to step back and think, "Oh wait, am I? Am I? Oh no, 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 no." If you ask, it's a straight up mood killer. If anybody at any point says no, then obviously you fucking stop. But you don't ask the question. Jesus Christ. If anybody at any point says, no, I don't want to do this, then yeah, you stop. That's all it takes. You just say no, and that's all it takes. But Jesus fucking Christ. I've never asked permission. I never said, may I insert my penis into your vagina? Penis. May I? May I thrust forward? I've never once asked that, and I have 100% confidence that every person that had sex with me wanted to have sex with me in the beginning. Once I started, I'm sure they regretted it because they realized that I was exactly. Once I started, I realized Mm -hmm. that they were very regretful, and they were like, "Man, I wish that I had waited to have sex with somebody who was way better at this." That is a completely different scenario. I just googled this Louis C.K. thing, and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you're talking about.
1: I don't know. I thought it was Liz something, but um, Liz something. Going back to uh, Louis C.K., he addresses it right up, like, well, not right up front, but he addresses it directly. Um, he, you know, at one point he brings it up, and then everyone cheers because you know they're we're all cheering his bad habits and then he goes you guys want to talk about it cuz i'll you know i'll fucking talk about it and then everyone cheers again and then he does talk about it so he addresses it head on directly um he uh he doesn't apologize for it which is fine uh and then but he just says strictly what's up you know but he had some he had some really good fucking Really good ones. He had one uh, that was about uh, Boston Marathon bombing. Holy shit! But it wasn't. But it wasn't directly. Don't, he never said ruin, it though. Don't no. ruin
0: the bit because yeah. eventually he'll come out with it. Sure. Who the,
1: what the fuck am I saying? Nobody fucking listens to this podcast. <laughs> fucking ruin the bit. Who cares? No, I'm not gonna ruin the bit. But he just, he never says it directly. He he just implies a bombing at a marathon and everyone knows what the fuck he's talking about so it's it's very good in that sense um but yeah no he he does a really awesome job he he did a little bit of crowd work this this is the best part is because this is something you'll never see from him uh because it was such a you know unique thing that he did for it um there, for some reason, there was two security guards sitting at each like corner of the uh, stage, down, down, down in the you know down in front. But still, they were sitting you know right up front with their backs to the stage, facing the crowd, right. And they were both black gentlemen. And then at some point d- throughout Louis' set, both of them got relieved. Niggers. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, <laughs>
0: If you don't understand the joke that we just mentioned, watch the fucking Boondock Saints, fuck you, fuck you, go on
1: Sorry. um so one guy gets uh relieved by a a white guy and the other one gets relieved by a white girl and and I didn't really pay attention, right, so like I noticed that they moved, but it didn't you know, but Louie caught it, and he goes, "So what the fuck's going on here?" He's just like. What the fuck? He goes. Someone in the back was like looking up here and going, two black guys, huh? This doesn't look right. I'll change it." Send a- up. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. He goes. Send up Aaron and Bertha over here. <laughs> it, was the was the white girl like a big girl? She's playing bodyguard. She has yeah, to be. Big. She was. She was bigger. But big Bertha got it. But the thing was, is white guy didn't laugh. White girl didn't laugh. Right. Right, the black guys were laughing the entire night. They were laughing, (laughs) right? They were enjoying because they have a better fucking sense of humor. Exactly,
0: white people, like especially recently, they literally act like recovering alcoholics in the sense that if they even like a recovering alcoholic can't fucking smoke half of a drag a cigarette, they can't have half a beer. Because they're worried if they drink a sip of beer that they will fucking wake up the next morning and they have snorted rails of coke off of a stripper's ass and they have fucking blacked out and they have fucking done heroin. And that is the same way that white woke people are. They are worried that if they laugh at a racist joke or a joke that even involves race that they will wake up in the morning in a fucking set of Klan robes with a burning cross in their front yard and they will open up their phone and realize that they posted on Twitter that fucking Trump 2020. That's what they were fucking worried about. Like, if they even touch on it, that they are a piece of shit racist American. That's what I fucking hate about it. It's like, have a... Yes. Believe in progressive values. Believe that Trump is a piece of shit. Fine. Believe in equality for everyone. Believe that... You know, rapists need to be held accountable. Got it. Of course. But Jesus fucking Christ. You can't have even a little bit of a sense of humor about the whole conversation. Come on.
1: Come on.
0: Grow up. Grow the fuck up. Sorry, you may continue. <laughs> uh, my rant is over.
1: By the way, So I think that they were just giving those black guys, those black security guards, I think they were just giving them like a bathroom break you know what i mean right so it was about four minutes four to five minutes and then one black guy came back four to five minutes title of my sex tape and then uh the second black guy came back and i'm because he already gave them the business for switching out right and i look at audrey and i go god i hope he fucking noticed that the black guys are back (laughs) <laughs> so they're he's they're, they're back for about two minutes and all of a sudden he goes what the fuck just happened he goes you guys are fucking back wait wait you guys just taking a break i didn't take a fucking break i'm out here working <laughs> and uh they're you know they're laughing like one guy was like yeah a little bit of a break and he goes your fucking coworkers workers worked for about four minutes what the fuck was that all about like he now that's racist
0: I know. The white people work for 4 minutes and then get the same amount of pay. I bet they get the same amount of pay or more. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, he he that was something that wasn't Fucking uh, white people, am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Fucking white people, am I right? Yeah. Pay, pay us money, PC culture, pay us money.
1: So he was uh that was something that was a little bit uh, you know, creative to that in, That's that night funny. and then he uh he also was like He's like, you know, here in Akron, thank you for having me. I've had a great time, and people cheered. He goes, stop. I don't fucking mean it. No one comes to Akron during wintertime and goes, that's a fucking great place to be. <laughs> 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 he just said, he's like, stop.
0: Akron no does suck in here. the fucking... Ohio in general sucks in the winter. Warm. I cannot believe how warm it's been. I yeah. am completely fucking floored at how warm it's been. Yeah. It is... I have walked outside. Here's the thing. I left my my good winter coat at my parents' house when I went at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And I have not been back to get it since. So I've just been dealing with the fact that I have to wear hoodies outside in the fucking middle of winter in Ohio. It's fucking brutal. And I don't like it. I am not a fan. I also appreciate the fact that you are wearing a Ohio American flag shirt.
1: This is uh, something I got for free. I um, When I went to a coaching clinic, I got it yeah, for free. Yeah,
0: pretend like that's the reason that you're fucking wearing it. You know what? I love Ohio. I love Ohio, I think, more than any other person. I love Ohio for the fact that it has a diverse group of people. I love Ohio for the fact that we can enjoy the cornfields and the methamphetamine. I love Ohio... For the sex trafficking and the drug trafficking, and the fact that there are still backwoods people that actually believe that blacks should not date their daughter. I love the fact that there are people in Ohio that still refer to black people as the blacks. I love the fact that the video that I'm watching is playing people playing Foursquare. Foursquare hasn't been played since 1999. I love the fact that this video includes cows and waterfalls as if they're even remotely in the same location if you have a waterfall near you you are not fucking raising cattle waterfalls are for rich white people or poor androgynously raised people in various locations nobody gives a fuck about you if You are white White trash people in Kentucky Have to acknowledge their white privilege Even though They are way poorer Than a suburban black person We all suck Every single human being On this earth is selfish Remind yourself Of that daily I don't care if you're black I don't care if you're white I don't care if you're fucking Hispanic Asian I don't care if you're hearing I don't care if you're deaf or if you're normal. I don't care if you're retarded or if you don't wear a helmet. At the end of the day, we all suck and are all selfish human beings that truly wish that the fucking pain of existence would end. And we just want to die. And if we could die gracefully then that is the greatest gift that we could give ourselves. Thank you, everyone. And good night. This is a bonus, special edition Den of Debauchery track that we wanted to add on the end of this episode. Derek Stock,
1: take it away. You know the uh, Lori Laughlin? Oh, yeah. I Um, fucking know Lori. From Aunt Aunt Becky on. I think it's Aunt Becky. Yes, you were saying something okay. about Mary right. her, huh? Yeah. You know who she is, right? Yeah. And what she got in trouble for at, like, I think, was it USC? Yeah, she bribed people to make her uh, daughter seem
0: not retarded in right. college. Yeah.
1: Well, did you see that she hired a prison coach to teach her jail lingo and martial arts? I, was it Kevin Hart? <laughs> <laughs> I know! Someone posted it and what was like, fuck? this is the whitest shit. I've ever heard of <laughs> in my life. A,
0: I hired a prison coach to teach me jail prison.
1: lingo. <laughs> 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 this is old news, honestly, but Dude, I just—I was going fuck? through my because I screenshot certain things that I see so I can talk about it on the podcast. Oh my god! And I was going through my screenshots <laughs> and I saw that and I was like, oh, "We got to fucking talk about this." Okay,
0: so basically, Lori Loughlin, aka Aunt Becky on Full House, hired. <laughs> As in Will Ferrell, as in Mm -hmm. Get Hard style. Like, literally, I thought that was such a funny concept. But, I mean, I guess if you're fucking rich, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. So she hired a fucking
1: person to give her jail lingo. I'll tell you who it was. She hired Prison Mike from The Office. Hey, you want to know
0: something? Do you remember... uh, Obviously you watch your mom's house podcast. Yeah. So you remember hearing Chomo for the first time? Yeah. Were mm-hmm. you confused? No. I was all I was I I expected you'd be confused, but I was not confused because I uh know somebody that's in the system, know somebody that's um in prison. And so when I heard chomo, I had already heard that before multiple mm-hmm. times. Chomo is literally slang for child molester. So they like they say it's common language for chomo. Chomo means child molester. So if you hear chomo in the prison system... So anybody that's listening to this and was yeah. confused at any point or has never... If you haven't heard chomo before, it means child molester... If you have listened to much better and much more popular podcasts than us where they say Chomo Listen to your chomo. Listen to your Listen to your Chomo. You got a fucking baby raper on your face. <laughs> Alright. If you are curious at all to what we're referencing, fucking listen to your mom's house podcast. If I'll be Go honest. Back a couple. If anyone Listening to our podcast that hasn't listened to your mom's house podcast, I will be 100% shocked and completely in awe because holy shit, that podcast is so much more popular than us. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I just want to say we legitimately thank everybody that listens to us. Like, I know we talk a lot of shit at you. Because you're pieces of shit. Because there's no way you would enjoy us if you were a decent human being. But if you, like, you heard us recently. Fucking Jeff is going to be on the podcast eventually if we can figure out a ride due to his legal <laughs> obligations that we will not say out loud because we are a decent human being. However, if you would like to be on the podcast... If you would like to have your questions read on the fucking podcast, if you would like to have your comments read, Twitter DMs, whatever the fuck it is, if you would like to interact with us, you fucking can. It's very fucking easy. Just like 100% of stocks X's, they are very fucking easy. So if you just interact with us, and also 100% of my exes. To be fair, I don't I don't want you sitting over there thinking that I'm just picking on you. All of us have had slutty fucking exes. Yeah. I had an ex so slutty that I found out about two of the people she was cheating on me with and she was moving in with a third person that I didn't even <laughs> fucking know about. That is a real story and her name, is, ooh, should I say her name? I no, shouldn't we'll say get, her we'll name. Get to it next time. Oh,
3: I shouldn't say her name. I'm not I'm not
0: I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to say her name. Her first name starts with an E. But the the point of the whole fucking thing is that she was literally cheating on me with two people and moving in with a third, of course, obviously cheating on me with. And I found out about all three of those and then a fourth person she married 2 months later.
2: For music for Wait a minute, studio. ladies and
0: gentlemen. Then you need to We have a phone call house. from one of our favorite guests. Amazing
2: new music daily, and one simple-
0: Welcome, KK Caleb. You are on live on the Den of Debauchery podcast. What do you have to say for yourself? Am I really on there? I call on time? Yeah, dude. We're recording still right now. What's up? All right, dude. Tell it to me, you bitch ass made motherfucker.
3: So, I just took a sweet ass nap because I gotta work third shift tonight. And this is how sometimes, you yeah, how you don't, you say jokes and they're underappreciated. Well, I feel underappreciated. So, mm-hmm. this is a, a shit we hate. Hit
0: me. Alright. So,
3: I'm sitting on my recliner. I had some beef jerky a little bit ago before I fell asleep. Fell asleep. I'm feeling pretty damn fresh. I wake up, pick up my blanket, fold my blanket up, and I'm like, man. That right there. I had I looked down in the recliner and boom, right there tells me why I woke up fresh. The fresh packet Because the recliner is covered yeah. in your jizz? No, the fresh packet that was in the beef jerky fell and I was sitting on it. I woke up pretty damn <laughs> fresh.
0: You're
1: such a fucking <laughs> retard. You are such a fucking <laughs> retard. <laughs> I don't like that you're laughing at yourself. I hate you so much, dude.
0: I hate you so fucking much. Hey,
3: that was it. I had to contact because Emma didn't appreciate the joke. Dude,
0: I fucking hate you. You know what? I hate Emma more, though, because she does not appreciate how fucking funny you are. Right. That's exactly
3: is uh, Emma doesn't appreciate the joke. She doesn't appreciate... The comedic relief.
0: The comedic.
3: Mm-hmm. The comedic. The comical? No, comedic. You just said it weird. Oh, all right. Uh, relief of her very non-good-looking slash good-looking man. Oh my god. That she has. I could just be. A you
0: can just guy, you, you know? can just stop at non-good-looking. You don't have to add anything. <laughs>
3: Well, the thing is, like, you know, from, like, neck up, maybe I'm good looking, but, like, from, like, maybe chest down, not as well.
0: That's so arrogant to think that you're good looking from the neck up. Well,
3: I have nice hair, and you've already
0: complimented it. Before. You do have nice hair, and you do have a nice beard, but the rest is a real bag of garbage. That's
3: all I got. I mean, that's why I said from neck up, I got some assets.
0: Yeah, but you have to understand from the neck up, you still have to look at your face.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, touche. <laughs> <laughs> My fucked
0: up teeth. Oh, buddy, it's not your teeth. It's literally your whole face. It's a... Ge- oh, God. God damn it, it's just so bad. It's so bad.
3: My misappropriated freckles.
0: What the fuck freckles are you talking about? You're just ugly. You can't blame giant- being a partial ginger on it.
3: I have one speck over here, and then it's very large, and it's from when I blasted a curse towards those last two females that I had been with, and it just keeps getting larger as I become more and more of a douchebag.
0: What the fuck did you say, blasted a curse?
3: Yeah, I've been watching too much Viking shit lately. It's pretty badass.
0: Dude, when you say blasting a curse, I feel like you're basically saying, like, when I came herpes all over this bitch's face.
3: Sure.
0: Caleb, did you give multiple women herpes? No.
3: I I wish I could curse them with it.
0: Did you give underbite herpes? Because if you gave underbite herpes, I'll forgive you.
3: No, if anything, she had it before I did.
0: Caleb, do you have herpes? (laughs) No. Do you have gonorrhea? No, that'd
3: be terrible.
0: Do you have cephalos? I've already let that go too far. That's a yes. That's a fucking yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the bonus track of (laughs) Den of Debauchery. You can hear Caleb's baby mama laughing in the fucking background as we record this. I am very thankful to all of you for putting up with their bullshit If you don't enjoy this, then please fucking kill yourselves. If you do enjoy this, then you should definitely kill yourselves because that means there is something fucking wrong with you. So long and good fucking night.
1: Woo!